Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to another edition of the Zone Boxing Show podcast. This is not a regular podcast. This is Thanksgiving week. That's right. So we need to talk about things that we're grateful for. I'm grateful for all the ingredients that I purchased today to make my sweet potato pie. If you know me, you know my my weakness is sweets. I love pastries and pies and all of that sort of jazz. So I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Um, but again, this is a boxing podcast. So I want to talk about fights that I would be grateful for if they ever come to fruition. That's what Barack and I are going to chop it over to you about. We're going to shoot some fights that... We hope they happen one day, and we will be very thankful for them if they do. Take a listen. Look, there's so much to be thankful for. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody worldwide. I can't wait to eat, Barack. I mean, look, I can go on all day about things to be thankful for, but this is a boxing show, right? So what what, what should we be thankful for, or what could we be thankful for in the near future? Well, what I would be thankful for to see in the very near future is Canelo Alvarez versus Jamal Charlo. And I know you're going to say, you've been saying that since 2019. You've been saying that since we've known Canelo. You know, so yeah, but now I want to see it at 168. How about that? I'm not saying Canelo got to go down to 160. Jamal Charlo's a big guy. He's about six feet. He's wide. 168 is easy for him. Way bigger than Canelo. He's way bigger than Canelo as a 160-pound fighter. You know, so that would be a great, great fight. And there's a lot of critics out there that say that Canelo doesn't fight black fighters. He doesn't fight young black fighters, even though he has before in the past, you know. But regardless of the fact, I'm not with that crowd, but I'm with the crowd that's saying you just fight Jamal Charlo because he's good and he's undefeated. Yeah, no question about that. I'll be thankful for that fight, excited about it. I'll be wanting to see it. I'll be front center for that one. So I like that one. Barack, I got another good one for you. Now, you and I both. Can I guess? Can I guess? No, no, wait. Is it Lomachenko involved? Is Lomachenko involved? Let me let me give you a little hint, all right? right, As a matter of fact, this is not a hint because once I say this, you're already gonna know what it is. You and I publicly have said that this is the most amazing boxing event we've ever been to. What fight am I talking about? And it's It's, a rematch. Obviously, you're talking about Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano, because that was the best ever. That's right. We need to see that again in Crow Park in Ireland. And we want to be there for that one. No question about it. I would be. Grateful, thankful for that one. What else you got, Barack? All right, listen. Now, you know the WBC been ordering some fights. So they got they got Wilder versus Ruiz. Now, I like that fight. Don't get me wrong. But after that, let's just say Fury fights uh, Usyk. And then after that, one of them retires. Or let's say Usyk, uh, Fury wins and he retires. He vacates the belts. Or just the, the belts get vacated. Because that's what's being written about right now. What if the WBC gets vacated? And then somebody got to fight for it. And that might end up being, let's say, if Wilder could get past Ruiz, I want to see Wilder versus Joshua. Now, I didn't have to give that long, stupid backstory, but I'm just saying that's what I want to see. <laughs> well, I love that fight. I mean, I've been wanting to see that fight 
for so many years. So it, it should happen. It should happen in 23. We'll be super thankful for that one. Look, this is one that, this one, Barack, I've been saying this for a while. Even since this young man was at featherweight, I felt like he would be the guy to give Lomachenko some real trouble. And I'm talking about Shakur Stevenson. That's right. Shakur versus Loma. That's the fight at 135. Needs to happen. But wait, we already know that he has a big test ahead of him with Devin Haney. He might not get past Devin Haney. In fact, Devin Haney might be the favorite going into that fight against Lomachenko. But we're talking about fights we would be thankful for. Regardless of what happens with Devin and Loma, I'll be thankful for Shakur and Loma if that fight happens. Yeah, that's beautiful too. Damn, I kind of wanted that to be later on. But listen, mm. all right, because there's just so many fighters that's great in that division. Anybody could fight each other and it's amazing. Right. But something that just popped in my head. I want to see Inouye versus Bam Rodriguez Ooh. at maybe a, either a catch weight between 115 and 118, but it's only three pounds. Oh, so you want, you want to see it's, a, so, uh, it's only three pounds. It could be a 118, maybe. It could be 117. I don't know. But I want to see that fight. Listen, Bam You want to see a bloodbath. You want to see two monsters go Listen, at it, huh? That might I, be I, the most skill, brutal fight in all skillful, of boxing. Skillful. Skillful. No, no. Skillful monsters. No skillful doubt. monsters. Now, listen. Inouye is, is, is really a monster. Now, Bam... Got it all. He got it all. Yeah. He got pop. He got he got skills. Is he he kind of fights like Lomachenko. Like like yeah. he's great. I would like to see two great technicians get in there together. I just don't know what weight class. Maybe somewhere in the middle between one fifteen and one eighteen. Maybe yeah. at one eighteen. Who knows? But that yeah, would be. I, I, I love that. Be one. I love for. that one. Look, I, I'm not going to be the guy that doesn't want to talk about the fight that we've been talking about the, for the last few years. I mean, I'm not. Yes, this is the one that. Everybody oh, yeah. would be thankful for <laughs> that it didn't happen. It looked like it was about to happen in November, but um, they're still working on it. And I'm talking about what pound for pound king versus number uh, three on our list, yes, uh, Errol Spence. Uh, yeah, that's the fight that everybody would be thankful for. I can speak for everybody. I can speak for the boxing community. I can speak for the entire world. They would all be thankful for Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. Hopefully, we get it in 2023. Shoot, that might be better than Floyd Pacquiao, and I'm not talking I, about. I agree. I'm, I'm not talking about money or you know or fame or whatever. Matchup, matchup. Yeah, I'm just talking about the matchup. You talking because they're both undefeated and they're both at the top of the everybody's pound for pound list. So this is to me, this is better than Oscar De La Hoya, Tito Trinidad. I'm I wouldn't say that. I, I would say that. I, I, would I say Bud beats both of those guys. I, I, I have it. I, I say have, Spence beats both of those yeah, guys. Yeah, but we're talking about how we're talking about how big the fight is. Uh, you know what no, it means I'm not to the about sport. That. I'm not, what it means. All right, what it means sport. to the sport now? No, I can't say that because those guys are bigger. Floyd and Mandy's bigger, and Oscar De La Hoya and Tito's bigger. So they they yeah, all no, no, transcended but, 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 the sport. But I'm, but I'm talking about also matchup. I honestly, I had no, I had. There's no way in hell I felt that Manny could beat Floyd Mayweather. Right, that that, that that wasn't the case with Tito Trinidad. That was two no, the two best fighters in the world in their prime were fighting each other. A lot of people felt Tito would knock Oscar out. A lot of people felt Oscar would box Tito or uh, box Trinidad out. So, what I'm saying is, I would say it's equivalent to that fight at that time. The who Tito and the Tito and Tito Oscar. Oscar. Okay, yeah, right. that's the last fight I can remember that meant that much to the sport with two undefeated guys in their prime. Uh, so hopefully we get it. All right. What else we got, man? All right. Um, if you really want me to go there, I would say, I know you said Lomachenko earlier. You said Lomachenko and Shakur. 
Well, actually, I want to see what I wanted to see years ago. I want to see Lomachenko versus Javante Davis. That's the fight I want to see. Now, yes, I know we're, yes. we're kind of like in line to see Javante Davis versus Ryan because that was personal for Ryan. Javante ain't calling nobody out. But there was a time when the whole boxing world was calling out Javante for Lomachenko because we seen that those two guys were the best in that division. And now they're at 135. They're both great. Lomachenko's not undefeated no more, but he's on that path back to greatness and back to the top. Why not clash? Yeah. I, I love that fight. And, you know, you mentioned back then when people were calling for Javante to fight Loma. Look, the guy, the guy, those guys over there at, Floyd May, uh, at Mayweather Promotions were saying, oh, not yet. Don't worry. We control boxing. That was early, work. early. No, no. Even, even a couple of years after when I felt the fight should have happened, guys like Leonard Ellaby were saying, we're the cash cow. You know, we, we're, we're the pound for pound drawer and so on and so forth. Just kind of beating around the bush about that fight. They said it eventually happened. The fight hasn't even been in conversation for some time now. Like nobody's even talking about that fight happening. Uh, but I, I'm with you on that. I'll be thankful for that. I'll be grateful for that fight. I think that's a hell of a fight. And regardless, right now, see, this, here's the thing. In a lightweight division right now, so many things can happen. I'm not basing this on who's champion. I'm not, yes, we know Devin is the king in that division, the undisputed king. He has to either move up to 140 or start defending the, those titles, and he's going to defend them against Lomachenko. At least it appears that way. But there's so many huge fights in that division that really don't entail belts. When's the last time you remember a division was that stacked with that many stars that even if guys, like we're talking about Tank Ryan, neither guy has a belt, a, a real-world title at 135, and it's projected to be the biggest fight in all of boxing. When's the last time you remember a division had that to offer, Brock? No, you're absolutely right. I, I, I can't argue that. I mean, even if T.O. came back too, that'd be another one. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're right. I like T.O. where he's at. But, man, I love it. Javante Davis, Ryan, I know they don't care about no belts. Even though they're calling Javante Davis a champion because he got that WBA regular strap, they don't really care about no belts. And now it looks like, Javante is, you know, not really happy once again with Mayweather promotion. Looks like his next fight against Garcia, not Ryan Garcia, but Hector Garcia. It looks like that fight is being promoted by TGB promotions and not Mayweather promotions, but still under PBC. So we'll see if Javante is just like breaking free from Mayweather and like, you know what, I'm going to fight everybody now or what? I don't know. I got a feeling that all of those fights that we're wishing for are going to happen at some point. In this century, you know, so, hey, listen, look, I'm grateful for fights that are going to happen this weekend. Regis Progray versus Cepeda. Um, and Josh is actually on the pod today. That's right. Super producer Josh, formerly from Sirius XM, producer of his own boxing show now, is going to make his first appearance on the podcast. Josh. Well, I mean, this is a bigger deal than if Spence Crawford gets signed. But no, my question <laughs> yes. for you, this is actually a second time on the podcast I was on oh, a really? couple of weeks. I made okay. a comment. No, here's, a, here's my <laughs> just one and only question for you. I am That's willing okay. to go out on a limb and say none of those fights happen. What do you want to Oh, my God. So how about this? Um, You know, for those that follow the show and follow us, you I don't know. Have we put that out on Instagram, our bet? I don't think anybody knows, but there's a, there's a bet going on. I owe Josh $150 dinner. You know, we're not going to get into the specifics, but I'm willing to double or nothing right now that if at least one of those fights happen in 2023, no. the bet is off. No, 
<laughs> All right. Hold, how about this? Hold up. Hold up. Hold, hold up. How about if one of those fights gets announced before the deadline of our bet, then the bet is even. And you get to pick the fight. And what if it doesn't? And if it doesn't, I'll tack on another $50 to the dinner. We'll get a premium dessert going. <laughs> so you're going to say if Spence Crawford does not get announced by end of January. Or, or, or Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia, because that hasn't been officially announced yet. Come on, that's not official. You're not copping out. I'm all right, all right, all right. You know what? Let's do Spence Crawford. That's a deal. Spence Crawford, if it's not announced by January 31st, I owe you 200. Wow. You're on. Do that. Are you, is that a deal? Sure. And if that fight okay. does not get announced by the end of January, I get 200. If it does get announced by end of January, the bet's off. Bet's off. There you Amazing. go. All right. Well, listen, uh, we're about to chop it up with Slick Southpaw from New Orleans, our guy. Regis Progray in a second, but we have to take a break first. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, five fans joining us now. Friends to the room. Big fight ahead of them this weekend against Jose Cepeda. Regis Pro Gray. Welcome to the show, champ. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me back on, bro. Listen, uh, we talked, we chopped it up a little bit off the air because I'm always teasing fighters on fight week. You know, a lot of times they're hangry, have attitudes, they don't want to do press, uh, but you mentioned your nutritionist has you intact, right? So yeah. I want to talk a little bit about that because I've been around the sport a very long time and I've, I've watched fighters starve themselves. I've watched fighters eat once a day. Um, mm -hmm. How does a fighter at your level enjoy two or three meals out the day and still continue to lose weight? Like, what would you say is the main, the key to that? High nutrition, bro. That's the main thing. That's what I did. I you got to pay for it, huh? You got to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I didn't go to school for, I didn't study nutrition. So, you know, I hired somebody that did. And so for me now, when I bring him in, I bring him in about three weeks before the fight. So when I bring him in, literally, I don't put nothing in my body that he, you know what I'm saying? Like he don't mm -hmm. tell me to do. I literally do everything he tell me to do. And, you know, um, my last fight was the first time I worked with him. Um, but before that I did a mock camp and I mean, he got me to my weight in like 10 days ago. And I was, before that, I don't know if you saw when I was in New Orleans with Duran um, at that time, but we was eating yeah, out. You was chunking. <laughs> right, I was a little chunky, right? So then yeah. I literally, I was with Duran on like a Saturday and Sunday. I came home like Monday. He, he, you know, he was, I met him in Texas. 
And I got down, I, I really got to like 140 in 10 days, you know, just from the nutrition. So right. now I knew it was going to work. And my last fight, bro, like everything went so smooth. It was good. And um, I just think, you know, as far as boxing, you've been around the sport a long time. I've been around the sport a long time. Boxing is just behind on time, you know, like. Yeah, but, but sometimes, but Reed, you just mentioned that you, you pay for it, right? Maybe guys early in their career, right. they can't afford exactly. that. They can't, they can't afford it, right. They definitely can't afford it and stuff like that. Now that it's true, I was talking to my coach about it. But, you know, like the, the MMA and UFC, they, they up to date on things. But they're coming from. A lot of those guys from MMA and stuff like that, they come from collegiate wrestling. So mm. literally, if you have wrestling in college, those guys already have, um, you know, these dudes in college, they have nutritionists and stuff they can already work with. Boxing is a poor, historically, sport. So we don't come from that. You know, we just, you know, we still was doing it the old way. So, you know, I'm like, for me, I knew I need nutrition. The, uh, the other way, I was just, like I said, I was just doing wrong. I was just doing like everybody else does. Do you worry about like when it comes to that, right? I always I always think about fighters that test positives for banned substance or something in their blood unknowingly. I know most of the time guys know what's going on, but I think there are unique cases where a guy's just trusting his team, right? Trusting his team, y'all making me, uh, you know, and y'all get me to the best shape of my life. But maybe there's something in a food or, or, or something in some some ingredient that you ever worry about that. I do, I do, I do, and every time. Like if it's something new, most of the time it's food, but right. some sometimes it is some other things and stuff. And I say, hey, bro, it can't be. You know what I'm saying? Make sure <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good. Make, make sure it's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make sure it's good because you know you can get caught with any little thing, and then every, then after that, people question the whole your whole career. You know, yeah. and I have a lot of knockouts, and so people be like, oh, that's why he was knocking yeah. you out because he was doing this, doing that. So you know, I I definitely make sure you know like any and I don't listen. I don't take I don't even take supplements, bro. I don't like right, taking right. supplements, vitamins. I don't take none of that, bro. I just like eat food and stuff like that. And so you know, even he he put me on supplements and stuff like, hey, you know, this good, right? He like, bro, it's all natural. <laughs> yeah. So, now nah, you you nah, always been a you've been a clean fighter, no question about it. Now, um, you know, uh, big fight against Cepeda on Fight TV this weekend. Um, I want your before we get into that. I, I want your opinion on uh, what happened in Cleveland. We were in Cleveland, uh, Montana Love versus Stevie Spark. Uh, mm -hmm. First off, what was your initial reaction to the disqualification? Did you do you feel the ref should have let it continue? Was he too quick? Talk about that. It was it was definitely too quick, but I don't think he should disqualify him. Maybe take a point or two away from him, but disqualify right. a man in his hometown. I don't think that was kind. Of, I don't think that was fair. He definitely did that too fast. Um, I don't know what's going on. I didn't really even watch the whole fight, but I, you know, okay. me, me and Montana, we cool. So I talked to him and stuff like that right before the fight. And the crazy thing, I talked to him and the dude he fought was training in our gym in Texas. You know, yeah. so I was, you know, I, I was kind of connected to both of them. All right, Regis. Well, we had Stevie Spark on, and and your name was brought up. And uh, here's what he had to say: Look, there's a big fight coming up in your division, Regis Proge versus Jose Cepeda. I mean, how does that fight play out? Uh, they they both skill, they both southpaws. Talk about it. Yeah, well, I actually got to train alongside Regis when we were in Houston at our Main Street Boxing Gym. You know, we weren't able to get some rounds together, obviously, because Zapita is a southpaw, but mate, um, he's looking very strong, and um, that's definitely a 50-50 fight. Like it's it's going to be one of them pick and fights, and I'm going to be watching for sure. You know, like I'll I'll be going up in the WBC rankings now even more because Montana was number 13, so. Now, these boys are fighting for the WBC world title, so I'm going to keep a close watch on it. But if I had to tip someone, I'm going to go Regis, but like this much, just a little bit. It's going to be one of the <laughs> fights, but I think Regis will get the job done. 
just been a bit more tested in there, like, you know, with Josh Taylor and all those boys. So I think he'll get the win out there. So, I mean, if Regis, if Regis does win this fight and there's an opportunity somehow for him to go to Australia and fight you right away, no, no, you know, no, no fights in between. Would you jump at that, at that opportunity? 110%. Give me Regis for guys next. I'll do it. Obviously, you know, you have bigger fish to fry. I know you want right. to get back to the titles and unifying the division and, and stuff like that. So I know he's not mm -hmm. on your radar, but I just want to put that put that out there. He wants right. to smoke if, ever, if if the opportunity presented itself. That's cool, what, bro. what do you sure. think about him as a fighter? I mean, listen, bro. I, um, I don't know about – I didn't even watch the fight. I didn't know who he was. And, you know, when, when he came to the gym, he was sparring. I saw him sparring a little bit and – you know, they was like, oh, that's the dude that's gonna fight in Montana. That's the only thing okay. I know about. Him. So gotcha. you know, for me, I'm not I'm not I'm not looking, I'm not, you know, they gonna have to look for me, bro. I'm not right. I'm not looking <laughs> anyway, bro. I'm about to I fight for the belt. So yeah. um, you know, of course, but that's how it is gonna be, man. Every time you talk to, you know, after Saturday, I'm gonna get the belt, and then after every time you talk to 140 pound champion, they gonna be saying my name all of a sudden, right? For yeah. the last yeah. three years, nobody <laughs> was saying last three years, bro, nobody was saying my name was a whisper. Nobody said nothing at all, and now yeah. All no, of a sudden, I fight him, I fight him, I fight him. But you know, that's how it is, rest the sport. I'm no not doubt. tripping, I'm not mad at him. Now, Cepeda coming off a big win against Josue Vargas, a prospect that, you know, skilled prospect softball, and I think it raises profile. And that was after the Berenczak fight, there was a war. Um, right. Did you, going into that fight, I mean, I don't know if your radar's up on all the fights. I mean, because you didn't catch the last 140 pounds, so I don't know if you watch all the fighters in your division. But if you did, uh, did you did you see that happening against Josue Vargas when that fight was made? Uh, listen, bro, I just, I mean, I felt like he was definitely going to beat him. You know, it it definitely, you know, the, the first round was definitely a shocker. But I really, another thing, bro, I really don't keep up with him too much. You know, mm -hmm. I it, like, I, I just don't, I don't really keep up with those dudes. Um, Josue Vargas, you know, he was a prospect and stuff, but, you know, it's just, he just wasn't on that level. I expected him. I expected Zapata to beat him anyway, you know. Right. So, um, but I don't really keep track of none of these guys, bro. I just, I just don't do it. Yeah, you stay focused on what you gotta uh, take care of in the gym and get prepared for the fights. Now, Zapata says he's a big puncher. You know, he he's he's prepared for war, but you're not that type of fighter. You're a sk slick fighter, right? You're not going there to to, to go toe to toe, um, exactly. but. I know you want to make a statement in this fight. I mean, it, 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 or do you want to go out there and stop this guy? Is that ever on your agenda, Regis? Like, well, listen, I know I can every, box it. Yeah. Every fight is, every fight okay. I want to stop him. You know, like right. I said, my last three fights, you know, and I can say, you know, we can say the dudes haven't been on the level, but my last three fights, I haven't get touched, bro. So you talk about in three years, I barely got touched, and I still got knockouts. I still knocked all three right. of them out, and right. I didn't even get touched, you know? So um, I just think skill-wise, I'm just, I feel like I'm on a different level, bro. I think, at, like, if we, if you compare, if me and him was on the fight night or something like that, you compare all of our attributes and you put speed, power, um, uh, endurance, um, boxing IQ, all this stuff together, I feel like, I really feel like I come out on top of all of them, you know? So, mm. um, then that's just kind of, that's just kind of how I feel about things. Um, you know, I know he said he wants a war and all this stuff. It's like, you know, if we need to do that, all right, that's cool, you know? And I just feel that once I touch him, once once I hit him with something, then it's, you know, everybody say that until they get hit. You know, I, I definitely yeah. feel like everybody says all that stuff until they get hit. And when people get hit by me, it's just different. It really is different. So we'll see. You know, your division, you know, you and, and Josh Taylor, I guess, and Ramirez, you know, were the biggest <laughs> names in, in that division. 
And I know on your agenda, you want that get back with Josh Taylor. You want the straps, bro. but your division right. is about to be a very popular division. I mean, I know this talks about Devin Haney going up to 140 if he should get past Lomachenko. We all know Tiafimo move up to 140. Javante Davis and Ryan, they're damn near fighting at 140 if that fight gets made at the catchweight. So if, right. if all of these guys at 140, there's not only title fights, they're big name fights in a division. What's right. more important to you, Regis? If you had an opportunity to fight Josh Taylor, you know, to, to avenge that loss, or there's a Tank Davis or Ryan Garcia or a Devin Haiti in front of you and they can make that fight happen for big money, what route do you choose? That's a that's a good question, bro. The asked me this yesterday. You know, it'll have to it, it'll have to be. I want to give back more than anything, right? But if I'm the if I'm one of the cash cows at one forty, then and and then I know you know he's supposed to be going up to forty seven after this. So it's like if I'm the if I'm one of the cash cows at one forty, I wouldn't need to do that. You know, like I definitely would want to. Don't get me wrong, I definitely would want to. But if it's bigger fights out there for way bigger money, like you know, it's it's all like a. You know, it's all a balance. I, I really can't even answer that right now um, right. because it's too hard. Definitely, you definitely want to get paid. But, of course, I definitely want that get back. Of, of course. Yeah, but, but, but we in this business to get paid, right? Money talks. The fight. Right. So I, I get it. Now, how does that fight play out? Uh, you know, most people or a lot of people are picking Tank. Uh, but there are people out there that say, listen, Ryan is so much bigger than Tank. His speed and power is a problem and people are sleeping on him. Oh, how does that fight play out? Does it go to distance? Does it end in knockout? I, Who wins? I think it's I, I I can't say if it end in knockout or nothing like that. Maybe it does. I I just think that Tank will beat Ryan. That's just what I think. You know, um, the the thing Ryan does, he does have supreme confidence in himself. He really does think he can just beat Tank. Um, but Tank, I feel like Tank knows that he can beat Ryan. You know, it's a different mm -hmm. when you think somebody and you know you can beat it. It's a it's a difference. You know, and um. I don't know. I mean, I think Ryan has gotten a lot better over the over the past years, but I still think that Tank should. For me, I think that Tank should Tank be. Would you be Would you be completely shocked if if Ryan landed a big shot and and stopped Tank? Oh, shocked! I'll definitely be shocked for sure. If he stopped him, oh yeah, because right. I, 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 like the thing is, like Tank, he he gets hit. Now we know that Tank really yeah. doesn't have too much defense. He will get hit, right? But at the same time, he has a chin. So yeah, he, if he get hit and stop him, yeah, I'd definitely be shocked. But um, I just I, I just don't see it. But it's boxing; anything can happen. Um, Regis, I want your opinion on this. These guys are not in your division, but obviously it's one of the biggest fights in boxing. You know, in the last decade, in terms of two undefeated fighters in their prime. And I'm talking about Javante. I mean, sorry, uh, Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford. After Terence Crawford put out that that uh that live addressing why the fight wasn't happening all the particulars were out there in terms of no guarantee or no transparency and all that. And you don't have to get into details, but overall, if you had to place the blame on somebody, why that fight isn't made, who would you place the blame on? Man, you trying to put me in the middle of some <laughs> No, 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 I just, I respect <laughs> your opinion. So, <laughs> so I you're want your opinion. I didn't hear, I didn't hear our side. So I, I heard Crawford's side. So, if I had to put the blame, I'd put it on Aeroside. But I didn't hit Aeroside, so I don't know. But I don't even want to be in that. <laughs> <laughs> As of now, it's Errol's fault until he comes out with a statement. <laughs> exactly. When Errol, you know, when I hear Errol talk about something, yeah. It, but right now, it's... Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, but right now, it's, uh, you know, 
I, I, I Crawford put the most information out, so it looked like it's right. leaning towards Crawford because he put the most right. information out. Now, if Errol come out with a 20 minute video saying something, then we'll have to. There's <laughs> always three sides to the story, right? No so, doubt, no, no doubt about that. I've never heard you make a prediction on that fight, Regis. How, what happened? That's really a truly 50 50 fight. I mean, we, we say all these fights 50 50, like Ryan and Tank, and you know, you got all these people, but that's a truly like it's it's really like I think really half the population is, you know, say, well, half the boxing population say Arrow, and then half the boxing population say Crawford. So that's a real truth. It's, it's just like the it's, like, it's just like the Pacquiao Floyd thing, like people right. really couldn't. They really couldn't know, you know, because the one day I would say Crawford, and then the next day I would say, you know, Errol, because Arrow, I can yeah. see, I can see both of them beating each other because of, you know, I could just see both. I basically I can see both of them beating each other. It's such it's such a 50-50 fight that it's so difficult to to predict. I mean, some people people were saying after Bud's uh, live, oh, Errol is is avoiding, you know, Bud, but but we never know. And speaking of avoiding uh, fighters and fighters, I mean. You're talking about people are signing prenups not to fight you. So Josh Taylor, you know, is getting married. Ramirez is getting married. So guys are getting on one knee and proposing just to be, be in right. the mix of that. Right, Do you right. think that there's any truth? I mean, I know that was a playful statement, but is there any truth to that? Do you think those dudes really don't want to smoke with you? Um, I, I, I don't know if they're avoiding or not. I mean, it's probably like it's probably like half and half. It's like, yeah, maybe I don't want to fight. Let's let's get married. You know, like they probably really want. To, let's, they probably really did want to get married, but at right. the same time, but they might have like, run. They might have rushed it a little bit. They said, yeah, no, let's get to it now. A bit, you know, because for me, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I couldn't see if, if I'm about to fight for the belt. If I'm about to fight for money and stuff like that, I couldn't see going just get married. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. this is your you, career. You going? Your, your lady's gonna be there. You gonna handle that when, when, right, when exactly. the time is right? You know, and yeah. then you know, and and then both of them, you know, like Josh been with his girl for a long time. Ramirez right. been with his girl for a long time. Got kids. So why are you rushing to get married <laughs> right now? You gonna you you not gonna fight and you gonna get married right now? That just really don't make no sense. But listen, that's their personal I, life, bro. All power to him. Whatever y'all do, that's whatever it right. is. L listen, in boxing, you know, we know that we can't look look past certain fighters. Uh, I get that. You know, that's the cliche thing to say. But you have to plan ahead, right? So I always ask uh, the guests on the show before they leave, if you were in control of everything, Regis, and you get past a Peter, name your next three opponents in the, in, in the proper order that you would want to face. That I would want to or that you I want. would think? No, that you want to face that if you can control it and make the decision and the fights will happen, who would they be in, in the proper order? Oh, Josh Taylor. Um, definitely Josh Taylor for sure. Um after that, it'll probably if, if it's if this person's at if this person is gonna go back to 140, Javante Davis mm -hmm. and um Adrian Broner. Mm. I like I like those fights. If Listen. you know, if those fight, you know, one. But the thing is, all three of those fighters is like an iffy thing. But Brona, I don't think Brona will ever make one forty again, ever. Really? I, yeah. I don't think he can make. I don't think he's gonna make one forty ever again. He might make one. He'll probably get make one forty seven, one forty. I don't see Brona making that again. Funny, people say that Brona is a better lightweight or one hundred forty pounder than than welterweight because he hasn't. He has for no sure. He definitely was. I mean. Was a monster at 135, 130, yeah. 130. He was a monster at those weights, you know. But I just don't see him getting down to 140 again. I just, I, I don't see it. Maybe he can, maybe not. But I just don't see it. Josh Taylor, after this, he might go up. 
you know, yeah. and then Javante, he what he played with 35 and 40. But this fight's supposed to be a catch weight, you know. So, but that's three people that, you know, if if I can control things, that's three people I fight. And then I got to throw Tia Give me four. Give me Tia Fimo. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah, Look, you, you, sure. you're a good matchmaker. Those are great matchups. And and um, looking forward to this Saturday on Fight TV, you against Jose Cepeda. I see you getting the dub on that one. Looking forward to seeing what's next in 2023 for you. As always, champ, enjoy your holidays. You and your, well, I know you're not having no Thanksgiving dinner, but no Thanksgiving tomorrow, but it's cool. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy it anyway. Take it easy. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, champ. Take it easy. All right, bro. Thank you. So on Thanksgiving weekend, after Black Friday, you do your shopping. The next day, you can watch some serious, serious championship boxing on Regis Pro Great versus Cepeda. That's our show for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace and love. Enjoy your holidays. Don't eat too much. We're out of here. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.